Today on the show, I'm happy to have Michelle A. Bassett. She's the founder of BizCore. They're taking your business from Spark to Blaze. And can we talk a little bit about not fitting into a box and how you've experienced that in life? Yeah, sure. So starting off in life, I, I never quite really fit into the mold of what I believed other people thought that I should be. Because when you're a kid, everyone has advice and everyone's just telling you what to do. And then one day you go from raising your hand to ask to go to the bathroom in high school to now all of a sudden you're an adult and you just got to figure out things for yourself. And so being the first person in my family to go to college, there really was no roadmap. There really was no guidance, even as far as people with guidance counselor in their name, like there, there really was no guidance. And so starting off going to school, I initially wanted to be a practitioner of orthotics and prosthetics. That is not what I do in any way, shape or form now. I wind up graduating undergrad with a bachelor's degree in behavior analysis, actually. And subsequently, because I did so many things in between, I wind up also getting enough credit so that I could have a computer science degree as well. I graduated with a computer science degree and a, and a behavior analysis degree. I graduated, realized that I wasn't going to have a job in 2011, and I had to pay back my student loans. I wind up coming across one of those, you're a winner, click here and spend $40 and you'll have $1,000 in your bank account by tomorrow. I had 30 bucks. 30 to 1,000 seemed pretty, pretty good to me. Sounds like a good deal to me. I don't know about you. But so I spent my $39.99 or whatever it was, did my little three clicks that they promised, didn't have $1,000 at all, but I was introduced to the land of internet marketing and digital marketing. So I knew that there was a way. I then got my master's degree in internet marketing. So now I'm looking super flaky to people around me because they're like, oh, you did all this school to be this behavior analysis lady. And now you're getting a master's degree in internet marketing and you need to pick and stay with one career and you need to find a job and stay there for 50 years and die. Essentially, that was the advice that I was getting. Long story short. I got my bachelor's degree in, in internet marketing. I worked as the marketing director at a law firm. Mind you, I'm like 22. I have no idea what I'm doing in life in general. Then I went to a company. You remember the Yellow Pages? I don't know. Okay. I started working at the Yellow Pages and my campaigns did really well. And I got promoted super fast. And everyone's like, how are you doing this? And it was because of my data background. So all that behavior analysis, statistics, behavior modification stuff came in handy when it came to running these digital marketing campaigns. And then I felt like I was capping out and a lot of work was going overseas and I had a newborn baby in the house, and not much support. And so I was like, I'm going to change again. So I got my certification in data science from Emory. And from there, I've been doing uh, tagging, data science, what have you. Uh, and also in between that story somewhere, I've been doing a lot of uh, business consulting and I didn't really take off until I stopped listening to those people who are telling me that I need to go find a job, stick with that one job and stay at that job forever because that's just not who I am as a person. I, I, have, I have multiple interests, right? And so when you have multiple interests, especially older people, they're like, no, you need to be loyal to this one company. And I'm like, why? Like this, I'm not being treated well. Like these people don't care about me. But 
luckily I've had some pretty decent jobs uh, career-wise, not like McDonald's-wise, but like career-wise. And so I've lucked out there, but still I want to level up. I want to have challenges and do things and start businesses. Then you start businesses, people always want you to help them with their business. And then you got to come out with products and then go on podcasts to promote. (laughs) So here we are. What kind of business consulting have you ended up doing over the years? Oh, geez. I've done business consulting on the marketing side, mostly since 2010, when the Panda update from Google came out. And a lot of businesses were like freaking out because they were just losing ranking left and right. And so I started doing SEO business consulting on, it was called Elance at the time. I'm dating myself, but it was called Elance. So before it was Upwork, before before Upwork bought Elance, it was just called Elance. And that's where you did all your spin tax and all the other stuff we used to do back in the back. And so I've been doing that since, again, like 2010. And I've done big businesses, Best Buy, everyone knows Best Buy. Uh, I did a marketing campaign or two for Burger King. And Tim Hortons. And at the time, I didn't even know what Tim Hortons was, but they, but they have the same parent group. And so I did marketing for them, IBM, as far as big names go. But most of my joy and my pride typically comes from the smaller businesses. And then my middle ground, I feel a little sketchy about it. Some of the online gurus that like help promote by accident. Uh, I didn't know that they were going to be scammy when I gave them the information that I gave them. But it's all good. Everyone's happy. Was this the first entrepreneurial venture, BizCorp, or, or not necessarily entrepreneurial venture, but mm-hmm. standalone business that you're fully running? No. So I I had Nugen before. And b- before Nugen, it was called something else. I'm not going to mention names because I gave up that company. So I I, I sold that company. And it, it's there. But N- Nugen has always been the way that I consult. So I don't do a sole proprietorship or anything like that. I consult through Nugen and it's mostly marketing. And then when it comes to the data stuff, I typically have it under there. It, it, it's structured nicely. It's a trust and an LLC and whatever happens to me, my, my son's taken care of. It's structured like that. But as far as wanting to spread my wings on a more B to C almost B <laughs> way, this is the product of Nugent, actually. It's, it's actually a product. It has become something way bigger than what I thought it was going to but it's so many people out there who have like business ideas that's just written like on a napkin that they stole from a hotel that they a- never actually stayed at. How do you have these hotel napkins? Not asking any questions. But they just have these scribbles and these ideas and these notions of what they want to be. And there's so many barriers to entry into business that a lot of people give up or they knowingly tread forward doing the wrong thing until it catches up with them. Or they are on TikTok, no offense, TikTokers, and they hear some guy and it says, hey, on Monday, you go filing for your LLC. And then by Wednesday, you go to the car dealership and then they're going to give you a car in your business name. And then people come to me like super mad, like, why didn't this work? And I'm like, because that's not how anything works. He wanted to sell you a course for $3,000. I'm sorry. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's no overnight success. If they tell you that, Bunch of nonsense. Yes. <laughs> so this is now your product. You're essentially productizing the consulting business. Yes, the- exactly. Mm-hmm. Great. What does that and look so like? And so I wanted to just get more leverage as far as helping the people who really need my help. Because uh, Best Buy doesn't need my help. They don't really care. But Snapchat, 
it was another sorry for forgive me snap they're cool they took the advice they ran with it they got a little bit better then they stopped listening to me and so it's it's all cool but the people who need my help the most how do i say this nicely the people who need my help the most don't know that they need my help and then when they realize that they need my help it's typically you charge how much for an apple and it's yeah but if if it's a bunch of you guys you're willing to listen to me then i can help you out there but even as far as like logos i I know so many businesses locally around town and i did move to a smaller town people either don't have a logo or they went to fiverr and got somebody to like make a logo but then the person actually stole the logo so now they're being sued and it's look i got a team of graphic designers i'll give you a logo (laughs) it's i don't care i'll give you a logo now you got the logo now you need a website and I got the website and I need a ho- uh, hosting and SSL certificates and a phone number. And then I'm just going slits and they're looking at me like, what? And I'm like, look, you just want to bake cakes. That's cool. Give me some money and I'll do it for you. <laughs> Literally. And now it's okay. Business strategy. Right. Okay. Business strategy time. Now this is what you do. You do that. And then. It's like, okay, let me just make this into a product to help people. Because right. at this point, I'm just repeating myself and doing the same thing over and over. Right. But then it's also the struggle with the small, medium-sized business owner. They don't realize that you need to spend money. Hey, yeah, yeah it's going to be 10, 20 grand. You got to spend it or you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. And then also access to money and like access to opportunity, which is uh, another big barrier. Getting people to give you money isn't hard when you have your foundation together. It becomes extremely difficult when you just say, hey, I'm really great at baking. That's the only thing that I can think of because my friend has a bakery and, and I just did a marketing just campaign for her. But it's I'm really great at baking cakes. I've, I, I made some money. Here, here goes the money that I made for the last three months. I'm good at this, but I need money to expand. And then that's where a lot of companies get caught up, especially like cleaning companies or pressure washing companies or whatever. It's like your foundation isn't set enough to the point where someone who is comfortable giving you money because they they, like it's you're just going to walk up to people and ask them for money. No, like you have to have everything together. And that includes, Lord forbid, P&L sheets, like basic QuickBooks stuff. And it's I can't be mad at people who don't know what they don't know. So Michelle, if any of our listeners Mm -hmm. want to get in touch or learn more about your new venture, how could they do? So BizCore can be found (laughs) at www.bizcore.com. Not an E, there is no U. Those domain names weren't available and I was not paying $5,000 for them. Or if it's not up because we're still in pre-launch, you can always reach out to me on LinkedIn as well. I'm pretty responsive on LinkedIn. So it's Michelle A. Bassett. It's just the in the URL and you'll find me. If you have any questions or just need consultation or consulting or you're past the stage of foundation and now you're like, hey, I want to do business automation or it used to be called business. Now it's called AI. Everything's AI. Hey, I really want to use ChatGPT in my business to run this program or I want to do whatever. If I don't have the answer, I typically know someone who has the answer. And I can get you connected and go from there. Thank you, Michelle, for coming on the show and everybody for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. If you like the show, make sure to give us a five-star review. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, and we'll see you next time.
Thank you.